Welcome to Cinema Discussions. Today we are discussing Kubo and the Two Strings. Kubo. Kubo and the Two Strings from Leica Animation Studios. This is the fourth film from uh, Leica Animation. Um, and I am John. I am joined by Chris and Vaughn. Yeah, senior Moon Race correspondent. <laughs> sure. Uh, not since uh, Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask. We had a good Moon Race movie. Um, so before we get into the spoilers into this we're going to give you our recommendation for the film so how would you recommend this to oh, general recommendation very strong uh, yeah. i thoroughly enjoyed everything about this movie yeah i i recommend it um i, re- I always recommend a lot of the lega stuff i'm a fan of their studios yeah. Yeah. i mean um, hell it's not disney yeah, That's yeah. Plus. i mean it, it <laughs> a younger it's a younger studio but they've been doing a lot of work for a while and uh, i think this is a really strong one of their films um probably maybe top two of their or top 50 percent of their films for in, for yeah. my liking um well for for the people who who don't know specifically what else has uh so they started off with Coraline, then paranorman <laughs> then boxed the box trolls so and then this oh, Kubo, okay which is the first one uh, all of all, them all are pretty solid yeah stop motion animation films <clears throat> um the studio also did uh work on corpse bride but that's not one of their films they just uh did that as hired hired work um and the director who uh uh, directed Coraline and started the whole thing was also the director for uh the nightmare before christmas not tim burton tim burton henry selleck henry selleck yes i know that (laughs) uh important distinction but uh this was uh travis knight uh who directed this one um so your recognition actually this is something for everyone yeah. Um, it's definitely really visually stunning. That's what I liked. Um, good story. And I'm usually not a fan of like samurai tales or things mm-hmm. that take place in Japan, but this one actually was, it was very solid. It overcame your racism. That's yeah. great. <laughs> Spoiler alert for the rest uh, of the film. Time. Now we're going to go into this uh, film, Kubo and the Two Strings. Um, so, so where do you think the two strings came from? Okay. Because, because we, the guitar has three. Yeah, we know where they come from. So I was wondering that too, because as when the movie first started, <clears throat> it's a three string instrument that he's playing and the whole mm-hmm. thing is called Kubo and the string, Two Strings. So I'm like, okay, there's got to be something important with those two strings. Yeah. So along his journey, he begins with he first gets the the hair from his mother as he's leaving. The a last very time he thick sees her. strand of hair. Yes, the, uh, uh, unusually strong, thick strand hey, of hair. Look, you can have some strong hair, and it was long, and he was able to double it up. He had a nice bracelet out of it. Yeah, and got that. Um, and then later finds out that the it's monkey is actually probably his an mother ad for Garnier or something. Has that. Um, and then there's the the bowstring of the beetle. Mm-hmm. Um, who turns out to be his father. So he has he he takes the bowstring from the beetle, ha- uses that as another bracelet after mm-hmm. he knows that that's his so his father. So it's Kubo it, and his mother and his father. It's the the remembrance <clears throat> of those two. Now through the course of the events, he's broken his strings. Yeah. Um, on the instrument, and by uh, so at the end, he restrings it in a way that makes three strings out of those two strings so that that was a little weird oh, to well, me no, he, he pulls the third one from himself he does yeah oh, okay but his hair isn't that long oh okay i said so i didn't i, I must have missed that when he when he grabbed that 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 does work then yeah, it, it was a very a, a little a very subtle part i like his uh, monologue to i like that then it's the, the three of them in the family the yeah the, the three of them <laughs> okay yeah, so those but yeah but, but kubo's hair is not nearly long enough to cover a guitar that's like he might have had long. one straggle that was a back hair that was a good uh, <laughs> he has a rat uh, tail going yeah you don't, you don't see okay. it. Yeah. 
but I so that was it was a nice uh, little metaphor thing that he had in there, and so using that and, and remember that the world is magic and everything's yeah. magic in the world, so you yeah. can elongate things, things can go differently. Um, <laughs> Fuck it, yeah, yeah, it's magic. Just write it off. Uh, All the plot holes were also magic too, in case exactly. there's any plot holes. Yeah. Shut up, it's just magic. It works. Um, <laughs> Also, with you know, your you stop motion animating things, and things have to you have to make it work. Um, Is there an ice cream truck outside? Shut up. We might pause this. No. <laughs> Always. Um, yeah. So those that's where those those two strings come from, or the the okay. two strings he gets from his mother and father. Um, you have a reference to all of that without just saying Kubo and his journey with his mother and father that he doesn't know are his mother and father until the end. <laughs> Kubo and the big plot twist. Yeah. Which, I mean, you, you can pick up on that as you're going through it. Like, yeah. Especially yeah. his father was the, the clearest one that uh, is like, that's it's clearly his father because of the beetle crest of the thing. Um, and after you find out who his mother is, it, it, that his mother's the monkey, mm-hmm. and you're like, all right. All right, we got this. We know. Yeah, we know your father's there. <laughs> but I mean, it's a good kid story in, in in telling that, and not just a kid story, but a to- story told through the eyes of a kid. Um, it, coincidentally, uh, or incidentally, uh, the uh, Leica Studio said that um, I think it was Travis Knight from Leica Studio said that uh, this is the last film that they're going to do that focuses on childhood and uh, a child protagonist. So the next films ever? are going to deal with adult protagonists. Not necessarily ever, but for mm. right now they did four films that dealt with this, and this one had a lot to do with um, getting over uh, death and and loss um, and mm. doing that stuff. So so each of their films deals with different um, childhood Actually, emotions. You know what? I'd like to see Pixar do the same thing, but like just make a really happy movie that's not like a tearjerker. Just just generally happy movie that doesn't try to like force emotion in your face. <laughs> Uh, no, I don't think they're going to do that. I, I wish they would. No, but every, I mean, they do different ones that have different <laughs> levels of it in there, and but they always have an emotional yes. moment to it. <laughs> Shut up with your Pixar hating. Um, let's just focus on Leica right now, okay? Yeah. Can we just focus on this studio? Uh, one thing I always like about their movies is just the, the craft that they put into with, you like with it? stop motion. I like it a lot. Um, <laughs> that, that stop motion is so yeah. beautiful. Um, so so well done and just the idea that is there the water in the beginning uh was great and and just knowing the work that goes into making that um especially like the foam on the the, Mm -hmm. on the sand seeing that because like you can just if you are like a child watching this movie um you would just think of this like any other 3d cgi animated film yeah and it's nothing that special it's just like oh that's you know the water i get it that's but but to think about the process of making that and how you have to do that and sculpting each frame of that, of the motion of the wind against the water and the wave coming up, everything and the motion of that, that water in there was just so good. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, probably the cool thing that if you stuck around for the credits, <gasps> yes. you, oh, you see that little bit of how they created the skeleton monster. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's like actual aside, it. it Probably yeah, about it was giant because room. those those figures are already big that they that yeah. they use. But yeah, the the skeleton monster was yeah, yeah to make the scale they you. had to make this like eight foot tall model of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and that was just the top half that they were showing us there because yeah. they had to shoot it in, in sections for that for, yeah. for how big it was. Um, yeah, Leica does that in. Uh, I know they at least did it in the box trolls during the credits where they showed uh, stuff, and it was actually uh, Simon Pegg talking over it as well but um <laughs> i i always want to watch more of their behind the scenes uh footage and i just found out that their studios is in portland yeah. um so someday i'm gonna have to try to get a tour of that studio <laughs> that's 
Ask that, Leif. Maybe uh, he yeah, knows. I, Everyone knows each other in Portland. <laughs> Everyone does at some point. But he, um, I, the, 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 this is the, also the first film that where they were shooting two films at the same time. Um, and they're saying they want to be able to put out one film each year. Um, though they're, they're still a ways from that because the real estate that it takes up to make these films, to shoot two at the same time, you have mm. to have space for them. Um, in addition to it just taking forever to do a frame at a time, <clears throat> in addition to rendering everything beforehand, because you need to do the previs res- rendering. So they're like, they're kind of doing an animated, uh, a, a CGI animated film in addition to the stop motion, mm-hmm. just to get all the shots angled out and know what they're going to need in terms of figures. Uh, it's, it's just crazy. But story-wise in this, going into going into that, um, what'd you think of that? I like the story. <laughs> I did. Yeah, I think it was good, solid thing. Um, and I like the way that the, the storytelling aspect of Kubo's, uh, Kubo's storytelling in the street uh, then mirrored his whole journey, so he's kind of yeah. telling what's going to happen. I was it. so pissed off there wasn't a fire breathing. Yes, <laughs> I was. I too was <laughs> waiting like, for a fire breathing like, chicken. How do you let that fall through the cracks? They put it in there. They've set it up that there's a giant fire breathing chicken. <laughs> Deleted I'm just scene. Waiting, maybe. waiting for a fire breathing chicken. Like, and there uh, wasn't. Uh, how, how do you miss that? But you got it. You got all these other things. Even if it was like an actual life size chicken. Yeah, just a regular. Like, yeah, just a regular. <laughs> well, that kind of forced perspective thing. Like if he gets knocked down and then like opens his eyes up and sees this chicken <laughs> and fire comes out beyond it, then you see that the the fire's actually coming from like this firework or something else that's going yeah. there and the chicken's just a normal sized chicken is this whole <laughs> thing like that would have been a cool moment Wait, that would have been fine yeah yeah, yeah. that would have been great um <laughs> so uh Char- charlie theron's uh voice acting i thought was really good right. in the difference uh, I, th- I, th- I thought she was pretty flat yeah i know i yeah. kind of flat for it but i think that's the way the direction was going but i think it was nice that there was enough of a difference between her mother and the monkey um, yeah, the the monkey's slightly more forceful, and the mother is just depressed, and yeah. like that mother from American Beauty. It was kind of different. Uh, yeah, <clears throat> if yeah, it was the, points the, of the, the poor mom spends the whole time they almost catatonic. Yeah, yeah, but it was segments of a personality, and her her yeah. her strength is has been viewed into the the monkey, and that side of her character yeah. of her nature was was put into that. Um, they, you don't really get to see difference on Matthew uh, uh, McConaughey's for I Beetle think they, they could pick somebody else other than Charlize Theron. Well, I mean, like, shoot, like half half the cast could have been actual Japanese people. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> but they didn't. Yeah, the, the only the only person <laughs> George in, the, in the cast who who is no, who is uh, noticeably Japanese is George Takei. Yep, and he doesn't even have a character. No, he, he I only like, heard he was one like, line. He was somebody in the crowd mm-hmm. uh, in in the the storytelling part in the beginning. Yeah. You, it was pretty like, much geez. nothing. You still got big credit on there. Um, yeah, I think they, they could have done better with that. But I, I mean, aside from that, and aside from the, the uh, all the white people, yeah, that's but, what only really brought down yeah. for me. But yeah, I think I think that could have been better. But still, I think I, I liked Matthew McConaughey's performance. Let me just tell you, the sisters are some of the creepiest things I've ever seen, and the, that was yeah, the two sisters so were awesome. really good. Yeah, Rooney Mara, oh, always the sisters in that. God, one. that was. I, I wish horror movies would uh, have. They, who were their actors? Rooney Mara. And Rooney Mara, uh, they're, oh, okay. they're twins. Yeah. So everyone was Rooney Mara in the movie. <laughs> no need to cast two people <laughs> even, in voice acting for twins. Even yeah, Charlize Theron yeah. was okay. Rooney Mara. Uh, their their yeah, masks she, reminded me of uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Um, uh, the three trick or treaters, uh, but specifically the girl, uh, the trick or treaters. I can't remember Lock Shocker, Lock Shocker Merrill. Yeah. Um, uh, 
Nah, the, but, but the, the mask reminded me of, of that. It was, it was original. Had. It reminds oh, me more yeah, of Brazil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, well, the girl, yeah. Uh, uh, the girl who carries, she had the, the very angular yes. face and mask. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it was a, so it was a similar style of that. But I, what, so what I liked <clears> most about that character, or at least the the art direction on the character, was when the mask got cracked and you finally got to see her mouth moving. And, yeah, and um, so that it's she's not this ghostly uh, visage. But it actually is, you know, ha- you know that there is a mask on there. Uh, whenever they were on screen, it reminded me of this Japanese horror movie called Quiedon, which is this anthology horror that has that same level of suspense and atmosphere. Mm-hmm. And I'm really happy they, they, they got something that just really captured Japanese cinema was just how great atmosphere is. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, that was a huge thing. Yeah, they. I think the uh, it's the thing where the art style works for that part of the storytelling is they're able to capture that mm-hmm. very well. And then, well, whenever the clouds were coming in, it reminded me of James and the Giant Peach when the yep. uh, the rhino was coming. I was like, uh. <laughs> mm-hmm. another good stop motion yeah. film reference to that one there. Waiting for that rhino. Um, and this one, uh, yeah, the budget was 60 million and so far has made 14.6. So also not doing well, but I think that's the thing is like, as that doesn't get the, um, the notoriety that the Disney animated films Um, does. If it doesn't say Disney or Pixar, nobody's going to see it. They're they're predicting. And and Coraline at least had the thing where it said from the director of the nightmare before Christmas, which then a lot of people got upset and they're like, it's not Tim Burton. Yeah. Uh, He he wasn't the director. what, What I've heard is people are like expecting some like Hollywood, like a recession in Hollywood just because of how much money is going in the movies and how little they're taking in. They're expecting could, could definitely be something like that. Yeah. Uh, another uh, reason uh, to it, make it's probably the stuff. the <clears throat> the disparity between uh, how much money the mega hits are getting versus everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, I mean it's both Avengers, like what? A or how dollars? much? How much money Disney's making compared to everyone else? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, between I, Star Wars, the Marvel movies, and, and, uh, and Disney, and Pixar. Any, yeah, Pixar, and, and Disney, and, and straight Disney. Yeah. So between all of that stuff, that just and just Touchstone making tons of oh, yeah. They own Touchstone now. Yeah. Oh, they've owned. Oh, Touchstone. they've always yeah. Oh, all. Oh, okay. I mean, this was. was it's just uh, depending on the rating of the movie or the, or the style of movie that they're making, they put it under oh, different okay. headlines. They had Miramax for a while as well. So they, they, they yeah, the Touchdown was mostly uh, <laughs> Disney like also PC owns DreamWorks and uh, uh, and uh, Universal actually, and the Moon. There was some sort of partnership yeah. and with, Russia sure, with not? DreamWorks actually, but um, yeah, they it, and NASA. So it's a lot of the yeah, a lot of these movies just aren't doing as well. I think you know part of it is just the timing of the release as well. Um, it came out uh, around the Olympics times. So you've got a lot of people not going into the theaters with yeah, that. People not going anywhere there. It, it's not really a summer movie. This probably and would I don't, have done better in like September, October. And I think a thing that because um, because Box Trolls wasn't doing that well either. I remember, um, but uh, or at least wasn't getting a- attention. Um, and I think a lot of it has to do with the marketability of their characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, where, where in the Disney films, you've got these characters that sell plush figures and toys and all this. They've got the marketing engine behind them and getting kids to recognize it and playing the games. And, and, and yeah. well, I'm pretty sure they make all of their characters for that. Yeah. Even, oh, absolutely. Even, in, even before the story's made. As made. they're designing it, they're working with marketing for that. And that's like Star Wars always had that thing with the, with the toys and, and making sure that the. That's so true. We, we already talked about the Han Solo thing with the. I don't think the 
Toy figures. franchise really kicked off for Star Wars until between five and six. Well, um, yeah, but that's the right. but they but you're, as we talked about with yeah. Han Solo in that, um, it's it's that that idea that you're you're got the marketing behind that. In this mm. one, in Leica, they are um, their own studio, and yeah. um, they don't have that huge driving force behind it, and the and, and everything that Disney has that uh, to get kids interested in these movies because mm-hmm. like a lot of adults see this movie aside from art lovers uh, who are really interested in their in the, the craft of it and the storytelling and and so big movie lovers and and artists who are interested in the film um, I don't think you've got a lot of the general adult audience that want to see it because they see that there's this kids film and they don't know the story it's not based on a story they already know mm-hmm. um, there's no characters that they already know in it and it's not from a studio that they really know mm-hmm. um, and then the kids don't have uh, a marketing connection to it either or a TV show that they're already watching I'm curious does Disney own part of Studio Ghibli Ghibli yes mm-hmm. oh. they did distribution for uh, for Ghibli for years and then recently uh, acquired them in a in a larger way and um mm-hmm. but lasseter well, well there, there, closely there goes them, that so. yeah <laughs> well uh, part of the problem with studio ghibli was just that uh having a change in uh, director because getting yeah. too old yeah. um uh, but uh, yeah so miyazaki's son who's been doing more of it i think um but that so that's it's nothing for disney that's ruining that in, in my yeah, opinion just, for like, it, they, they control the world and like they <clears throat> their their commodity is stories and they buy stories from from other people and that's where they, they collect and they want to have most of that and it's they do a good job with them i, I know it so just, it's it is a shame that it's, it's a all monopoly, about one person though, but it, feels it like. is it is a, it is a story monopoly yeah um, hey, but well, but kinda, they do good work with it. To kind of roll us back on the tangent tracks here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so uh, one one thing I was kind of wondering about uh, at the very end when we realize who the Moon King is. Yes. Uh, he, he he's not. Uh, he is somehow this this magical guy from the moon. But he, in the, he he when he's defeated, he transforms into a Old regular man. man. Yeah, I think that these are. Um, yeah. They they are uh, ethereal kind of beings that, that they they are the stars because they because the grandfather's the moon and yeah. uh, the mother was a star. So, yeah, well, I'm not going to so, pretend to be th- that up on. Um, uh, well, as far as what like, they were like, I think I think this might qualify as Shinto. Nah, I don't know, but but as far as they've explained <laughs> yeah. in in the film, um, the mother was a star. Her sisters are stars. The grand their father is the moon, um, uh-huh. and they can come to Earth. And while yeah. on earth uh while while uh hanzo who is human yeah. was battling the moon um that's when this uh they fell in love with the, he fell in love with the star and well, yeah but well, he, he was fighting um uh, the the mother yeah they, they were the fight they were fighting them. yeah they were because they were fighting <clears throat> together and, and so yeah. then they yeah fell in love the, from that it, point it might so be she Shin- gave up her yeah. she gave up her star life yeah. um so the so mortal. the moon king was uh an ethereal being he was uh moon king and now after the battle was transformed into human form okay. and i don't think i don't think he was human form before that point I have as yeah. far as they've shown two things one unrelated one related mm-hmm. I, I got Shinto confused with Harakiri just right now like <laughs> they uh, killed him like, no. <laughs> um, and then the thing that's connected is I liked it how when he the moon man old man Ralph Fiennes kind of returns back to his Rafe Rafe 
Queef finds whatever. I know it's spelled Ralph. <laughs> he, I probably don't know. When he returns back to human form, I like how they're kind of like making the story up for him. Like yes. you were the nicest old man. Really? I think so. So there's two sides of it. One, it's they're manipulating him. But on yeah. the on the better side of things, it's that idea of. Um, the villains being villains because they keep being told they're villains. The thing of like, you're horrible. You're a terrible person. You're always mean to all these people and they're terrible. And like, you've seen it in other stories that do well. They say, okay, fine. If you're going to paint me as that, then I might as well go all the way with it. Yeah. Wreck it, Ross. So yeah, that kind of thing. But uh, <laughs> yeah, not really. Cause well, they're, no, that's, he, that's he, accepting he that they're he, the villain of the story, not yeah. necessarily going and being worse to people. Yeah. No, but uh, in, in the beginning, yeah, like he, he wreck it. Ralph is a bad guy because he's just the bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. To the people I think it's of just, his game. Yeah, but that's slightly different because that's falling into the roles he, that they're... He eventually gets out of that. it, yes. I freaking but, love that movie. But I think in this one, I, I kind of thinking of like the, I don't know, Lex Luthor thing where Lex Luthor is not necessarily bad, but then the more he's painted as the villain, the crazier he becomes and then the more evil he becomes in that okay, way. Yeah. Um, they, so they could have gone that route. When he says, I don't remember anything, the town could have turned on him and be like, you've been terrorizing us. You're a horrible person. You've been doing this. And then he'd be bad from that point on. Mm-hmm. Um but they had that opportunity and the thought of um, maybe his his good nature can win out here. <laughs> he's not bad. He's just drawn that way. Yeah. But <laughs> he's just he's he's been in those circumstances that have put him towards that that negative light. I and circumcisions. If we <laughs> listen more. Uh, his, <laughs> Can't take you anywhere. If we um, if you treat him, treat him as a nice guy, then um his his good nature can take over from yeah. that and still be good. It'd be interesting to meet up with him down the road if sometime he gets his memory back and be like, wait a second. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's, you it's, all. It's, ha. It's like, I, <laughs> I, I keep seeing little flashes of, <laughs> He's, of, like, of, of, of bad things I've done. And it feels good. It feels good. Because of his age and body, he's only able to do like kind of like just kind of slightly annoying things like just kind of like <laughs> spitting in the salad bar and like walking during well there the is the yeah, potential yeah, that he's, he's, yeah he's too old to be evil so he just does these mild annoyances there's also the potential of as long as he doesn't remember who he is he stays human <laughs> but if he remembers who he is he can get his powers back and become uh, all again that's yeah. that's a thing that could do in a sequel but thankfully um, as uh, Travis Knight said in an interview, um, they have no intentions of ever doing sequels, uh-huh. which is great for us and great for the artistic oh. world. But again, terrible for their marketing as far as everything goes. They are they are go- doing everything to not be a successful. It makes me respect them more. I abs- That's why yeah. I absolutely love them. And I, I, I <clears throat> think it's great. And I really love it. I mean, um, <clears throat> They uh, John Lasseter did not want to do a sequel to Toy Story and was mm-hmm. never going to do a t- t- sequel to Toy Story except that the deal that he had signed with Disney made it so that they were going to do one their own on their own. And yeah, so he came up with him. the story for Toy Story 2 so that Disney didn't do it. They were going to do a direct-to-video um, 2D animation sequel to Toy Story. Uh-huh. Hmm. Yes. Uh, so okay. So I do like, <laughs> while it is while it is annoying that, that uh, Pixar does do sequels, they currently don't have any plan. Finding past, good dinosaur. Yeah, they don't have any, they don't have any sequels planned past yeah, uh, Incredibles. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> the good, the bad, and the ugly good, dinosaur. The bad, the ugly. <laughs> that was good. Yeah, the, the, the dinosaur's wife. So I, I think that... You know, see, because <laughs> if a sequel has the story that that can work for it, yeah. then then it can be good to revisit that. Um, but it all, I always do enjoy seeing an original film uh, mm-hmm. instead. So I think like is going to be on a great train with that as long as they can make the money to keep it going. Uh, yeah. Because that the one thing I while I don't want to see them sell out, 
I'd also hate to see them stop. Yeah. Um, That's so sad. I think that would be more tragic for me yeah. to never see another Leica film than to see them have to sell out and do some weird marketing deal or something where they have to, you know, make a uh, Kubo into this animated or this, uh, you know, suit guy dancing around a park because they signed away some deal with Disneyland and, yeah. you and know. put his face on every toy and, and mug mm-hmm. and do a Netflix straight to Netflix animated series. I, I cannot wait to see the Ukrainian rip off of this to see what oh, it's yeah. going to be like. <laughs> I don't know if they do they rip off uh, a lot these of movies, films. A lot of movies uh, rip off each other. There's a Cars Life. Well, no, no, but the, that's ripping off because of the popularity of a Pixar film. But just in general, Leica doesn't have the the cachet for them to do that. Do I they, think it's. Not, I, I just not assume that somewhere just, in the world. The thought project. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ukraine. Start working on that. Yeah, start working on it. <laughs> so I. I hope that I hope that whatever they do next, they can get some good publicity. What they need to do is they need to win an Academy Award. Yeah, yeah. They've been nominated for for best Coraline. animated film, um, and Box, Box Trolls was also nominated. Uh, the problem is Pixar films still win. You know, mm-hmm. still good. I don't um, want Pixar to win this year. Actually, I want Zootopia to win. Sweat yeah, that's the thing. I think Zootopia. <laughs> I hope it does. I, I think like Zootopia that. will win. Um, it's unlike or Kubo. Unlike when the movie that mm. the Lego movie didn't get nominated. Um, I Politics. so yeah, Kubo. Kubo like when Box Trolls was nominated, I I wanted it to have <laughs> consideration to be winning just because of the style and mm-hmm. the the craft that goes into it. Um, so if they were to win the Academy Award for Best Animated Feature, that would boost them a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, give them a, a decent boost, but I don't know. They got to do something that I want them to stay good. Maybe they're they're all bankrolled in some crazy way that they all have a ton of money. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe Focus Features has <laughs> enough money from something else that they still have fund a this. Secret Life of Oil. Because I don't think their films are losing money. They they're overall in the lifetime of the theater and in um, aftermarket sales. Uh, I think they're doing well enough, but it's just. Um, let's look at this. The, yeah. yeah, they've all done all right. Um, Coraline got 124 million. They've all been $60 million budget. Um, so 124 million, then 100 million, 107 for Paranorman. Box Trolls was 109. Um, and so Cuba's still out at uh, 14. But it has the highest Rotten Tomato score of any of them. Um, That's awesome. So, so it has so, the potential it could do more, but I think Coraline so, so got that a, a, boost. After movie budget and after marketing expenses, they're, they're at least getting some profit. Yeah, they're getting some, but it's not, not as much is, as they need. That is a slim, you know what? Slim margin. They can work in short films because that way that they are talking about doing more yeah, shorts. Um, and they also have a commercial side, um, but they've split <laughs> off, and now that commercial side is a different company. But I think it's still they still feed the same. It's a different like division, but it's I still. Mean, that's the how same Disney thing. got started, though. Yeah, so I think they're they're probably making money with their commercial side of things. The shorts are that can help pay for it. They're really forgotten. I mean, back in the the real days, you'd have like the the newsreels and sometimes well, the that's, cartoons. That's something that Disney's been doing. Yeah, um, all of their 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 animated films are almost every one of them but starts with a other a short. companies should really go back to that. Uh, DreamWorks has been doing it. I yeah. think. Um, mm-hmm. The the latest, uh, I don't know, any of those ones, I, I've been noticing they, 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 a lot of animated films now are starting to do that, I think because of uh, Disney and Pixar, mm-hmm. um, especially Pixar that's been doing so well and getting Academy Award nominations almost every time for their shorts. <laughs> Um, because they, what I love in the shorts, they always do these avant-garde ideas in all of them, um, or something that they, they haven't tried before and, and they're a little wackier than you could do in a feature-length film. Um, they, so they... 
got great stuff in the in the in these shorts. Whereas with some of the shorts that other companies have been doing, they're entertaining and they're fun, but they're nothing um, remarkable. They don't get the recognition that Pixar is going to get. But it is nice to see something in addition to the main feature. Um, but I don't necessarily need to see our newsreel or anything, except for yeah. during that <laughs> the, the the beginning before the trailers go when they do <laughs> that defeated. whole. Stupid, I guess that's the closest thing to it. That's kind of the newsreel. I mean, I'm not saying we need newsreels. No, but I mean that's kind of that thing. The the, the, yeah. the whatever all the uh, Regal and AMC theaters before the movie starts, they show the like the modern stuff behind the yeah. scenes. Yeah, we got out to our boys on the Eastern Front. Yeah, <laughs> I have, don't don't forget to buy your wall bonds. <laughs> America won the Olympics again. Take that, Hitler. Yeah, uh, <laughs> hey, yeah, take that, Adolf. A Negro athlete has won an award in long jump. <laughs> So, Phelps has come in with 21 gold medals again. (laughs) (laughs) But they have to use copper because of the wall. (laughs) So, I I look forward to more of the. You got to take that to the bank. These films. (laughs) Hopefully, do well in here. Uh, Any last final thoughts on uh, Um, Kubo and the Two Strings? I I want to see more movies in this style. Just no. no. Yeah, and I. All of their. Each of their films is very different. In the stories, in the in mm-hmm. where it takes place, yeah. in in the I just want to see Laika succeed. Yeah, it deserves to succeed. Yeah, it, it, it and yeah, they've been doing decently. Hopefully, their their commercial side um, helps to subsidize it because it's they're not monster hits by any means. Um, they deserve to be though. But they're doing decent. Yeah, they absolutely should. These films should be grossing a billion dollars. Um, in in World Where Frozen is you know getting you know so many billions on this <laughs> i thought it was a good film but i'm just saying that there's this one is just so, yeah phenomenal yeah it's, it's amazing and uh i i want more people to see them so I, I definitely encourage you to go out and support more of them if you haven't seen um box trolls paranormal or Coraline, any of those ones go and watch those <laughs> ones because uh, they're all great i think box trolls right now is on um uh on Hulu. netflix oh yeah. it's probably another ones too uh <laughs> but yeah all good all good stuff um thank you wait ratings oh f- final ratings yeah uh between four and four and a half i think i'm about the same on this one because I, I gave it four after seeing the movie um but i can i can easily go higher i still it, don't think it's five yeah. again there's like little things that are missing uh, in it but i it, it's got little things that are holding it back yeah which mm-hmm. i think is the same for most like a films for me uh <laughs> like i'll while I love them and I absolutely love all the originality on it, there there is stuff that uh, Pixar has perfected in some of their ways that I, I really love that stuff that uh, they can't they haven't quite gotten there with with the Leica ones. Um, mm-hmm. You know what I would love to see is John but, Lasseter collaborate with them. But it's only four movies so far, and I think yeah, it, Pixar did take well, a little while for them too. Toy Story. I mean, they started off. <laughs> they started off. But on then top. you have like Bugs on Life. Top, yeah, mm-hmm. Monsters Inc. Cars yeah. and shut your mouth <laughs> set the bar high. uh yeah they set the bar high with that but i um i, I would love to see john lester collaborate with them on something because he's he knows yeah, like, he knows not? story pretty well um the, kubo's life yeah kubo's story you know for me but what would really keep it from getting a better score is the fact that they use like so many just regular americans in the cast yep because they're they're not a major studio they they would have had the the freedom to go looking for but focus features features is still distributing them and there is a thing where uh in in this in in that market like we said all of the things that count against them mm-hmm. the thing that counts for them is big name actors in the cast and uh, yeah. and when you're trying to sell a movie in hollywood if you are 
a relatively unknown studio that is doing a story that is based off of a story that we never heard of mm-hmm. before and has no tie-ins to anything else. Uh, and well, now well, you're going to say we're going to put unknowns in the cast? Well, okay. And at that yeah, point, they're like, we are not funding this. There's no way. Yeah. Well, or, well, how about this? Eh? If they can afford a. Charlize Theron, mm-hmm. uh, Ralph uh, Fiennes, Fiennes. Yeah, Ralph, Matthew McConaughey. I'm calling Ralph Fiennes. And George Takei. <laughs> mm-hmm. They could at least afford to make George Takei the villain. Yep. Give, him, give him a bigger part. Yeah, what I would have done with this is uh, Matthew mean, McConaughey's I mean, Matthew McConaughey's been having a great role with this. I yeah. I yeah. say keep Matthew McConaughey, keep Rafe Fines, recast Charlize Theron, um, and give uh, George Takei. Yeah, Rooney Mara. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Keep Rooney Mara. She was great. Yeah, I, I like the sisters. Yeah. Um, I mean, you could even. Re- I love Matthew McConaughey in it, but <clears throat> you could probably get a good performance out of another actor too. Yeah, you, you, uh, you might be able to get that out of somebody else. Oh, but especially having a Japanese cast would have been great with it, yeah, or a black cast. I mean, <laughs> more still, diverse. Still, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's diverse, but it's no. still not. <laughs> no, not perfect. Yeah. Missing the point. No, of I'd it's say, Japanese. Yeah, 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 you're, Japanese. Missing, you're missing the point here. <laughs> the one idea of like we're all diverse here but yeah, you're still but we're not equal it's yeah. like it's like uh trying to do uh, a remake of roots and casting or or uh the color purple but you have all um you know indian uh, uh, Bollywood. well you get you get bollywood actors but put bollywood. them in blackface like you're like yeah. you're still you're not missing the just because it's not white people in yeah. it it's still not <laughs> the, right uh, well well that's what they did in the um uh, oh the, yeah in, in the japanese uh, king kong movie so what's your star rating yeah, they were they were all japanese yeah. people playing the islanders in blackface it was, it was yeah. ridiculous oh. so anyway <laughs> you know I'll, I'll give it a week four okay all right. It, it really could have been something amazing. Yeah. 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 Amazing. Yeah, so I still really yeah, like it. it. It's it, just it, it is better than most of the other stuff I've I've seen from other yeah. animations. Yep. So we still approve it. Oh, here's yeah. another thing. Uh, I forgot. I forgot this from the four. The the studio is owned by Nike co-founder uh, Phil Knight. So Phil Knight, the science guy. <laughs> so they've got Nike money behind them. That's why the studio can stay in business. Yeah. Answers right there. They can do whatever they want. Sure. Yeah. Why not? All right. If All right. It's so, under 60 million. Uh, if you are okay. from Leica, please keep making movies. Yeah. Uh, and if you are not from Leica, then keep watching our show. If you are from Leica, still watch our show. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Just you can watch. Now. Subscribe we're, to our we're podcast. We're not going to tell you no. Yeah. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, any other thing like that. Um, I know with uh, as we do more things with uh, with our Magic Ape channel, uh, we may move away from doing the visual uh, side of this. Uh, although I might still keep doing it on Facebook or any of those videos. But yeah, the podcast will always be there as long as we do this. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you will. Bye.